another exciting live podcast of Youth Fluential. My name is Dr. Tony Rizzo. It's exciting to be here with you today. And I just want to share with you some good news about eight reasons why you can live victoriously. And so really, when we say eight reasons, we're really talking about young people are struggling with they hate themselves or they don't like themselves. And so many young people are experiencing problems in life about, you know, how to overcome, you know, different distractions that they may have in their life that hurts them from being, you know, all that they can be. And of course, all that they can be for loving the Lord Jesus. And so we really want to look at these eight reasons and what the problem is for these eight reasons and what the solution is, which is, of course, these eight reasons. And so the first reason that we have to live, uh, eight reasons to live victoriously is number one, despair and despondency. That's the first problem. Despair and despondency. Young people are struggling with despair. They just, their friends don't like them. They experience rejection in a strong way. And they're going, they're just groping through the day. And they get back to their bedroom at night and they're thinking, you know, what life's all about. I don't know who I am. I'm struggling and uh, I'm confused. As leaders, as youth leaders, as evangelists, as coaches, as parents, we can encourage these young people to seek the right direction and how to have victory in living righteously. And if you're even, this is, this is for any person. It doesn't have to be a young person only. It could be for an adult. It could be for someone who... Um, just wants to, uh, you know, just learn how to love the Lord even greater. Despair and despondency. It's sweeping young people today. In fact, the whole entire economy market is based upon despair and despondency. Notice, have you ever noticed that young people go out and buy jeans with rips in them and holes in them? When I was a kid, we had jeans and we had rips and... Uh, you know, we did that because, you know, we were playing in the woods or, you know, we got dirty or we played football, you know, and the, and the jeans ripped and you got ripped. Today, you got to pay like $75 for a uh, super special pair of jeans with a big hole in the middle. And some, like, got big holes. Like, the whole entire jeans ripped. What does this mean? This means that, you know, I'm, I'm poor, or I'm despaired. I, I'm rejected. I have genes that don't look, you know, perfect because I'm not perfect. And it's just a marketing scene, you know. You could have just went out and ripped those genes up with a pair of scissors and threw them out in the mud and destroyed them for like three three weeks, and you would have a hundred dollar pair of jeans. You could sell them on eBay for a hundred bucks or marketplace. Despair and despondency. Number two. Young people are perceiving themselves in a wrong way. They perceive themselves in a wrong way. They think, oh, you know, I'm not perfect. And uh, they think, uh, you know, my life isn't worth anything. And their perception is confused. And their perception is uh, chaotic. Chaos and confusion is surrounding their perception. They don't know who they are. And when a person comes to know Christ, they can know who they are. 
they can have their identity in Christ, but without Christ, their perception of who they are is wrong. Number three, their attitude. You see, the wrong perception, despondency is going to lead to a wrong perception, which is going to affect their attitude. And their attitude is like, you know, uh, you know, you see these people, they wear their attitude in their clothes, they list, wear it in their music, they wear it in their makeup. I'm rejected, I'm goth, I'm no good, I'm, I'm a person who has ripped clothes, I'm a person who lives, listens to music of despondency. And, and, and they develop a fad, they, they develop an appetite, they develop a, you know, a nature of saying, yeah, this is what I want, this is what I like. And uh, their attitude, rejecting themselves. And then when they find out who they are of rejecting themselves, they become bitter. And bitterness becomes a grip in their life. And then number four, their value system becomes dead. And they live for, you know, death. They live for themselves. They live for, you know, the next problem. And, you know, and, and they have a value system of death. And where Christ wants to bring a value system of life. And life more abundantly. And then their image of who they are. You know, I have the computer in. You know, if you, compute, if you program a computer, trash in, trash out. And their computer, uh, you know, in their person's mind becomes weak. And, and uh, you know, they just start believing that they're no good. And, and their introspection of saying I'm no good and, and who I am is uh, worthless. And so they have the wrong self-image. And so these are the problems, five problems. Despair and despondency leads to a wrong perception, which leads to an attitude of rejecting themselves, which leads to a value system of death, and which leads to an image of thinking of impure ideas in their lives. But what is the solution? I say there is a solution. And Christ is the solution. That's right, Christ is the solution. And first of all, you need to realize you are somebody. God loves you. And God paid for you. You see, God tells us that he bought us at the cross. God created us, but then he doesn't own us because we have our sin nature. Satan owns us. And God paid to buy us back with the blood of the Lamb. And Jesus Christ died on the cross, shed his blood for our sins, rose again from the grave, proving he is God. And with that payment, he paid the debt for our sin. And uh, he paid, and he bought us twice, created us, and then bought us twice. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 19 tells us, what, know ye not that, you're, that, that ye are bought with the price? Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. The scripture tells us he bought us with the price. It's one of my favorite verses. Now, let me read it to you. What, know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not your own? For ye are bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. Ye are bought with a price. You see, God paid for you twice. Created you, and then he paid for you. 
realize God designed you. Psalms 139 tells us that God created us and formed us perfectly in the womb, exactly the way God wants us. Now, our Adamic nature may attack us, but we can always have a life worth living if we remember that everything in our lives is for the glory of God. And the purpose of God is for the glory of God. And so we can have a life pleasing because God designed you. Realize comparing hurts you. You can't compare yourself to other people and say, oh, that person's rich or that person's beautiful, that person's athletic, that person's tall. No, God created us exactly the way he wanted us. And this is the gift that God has given us. It's not a plight. It's not a torture. It's a gift and that we ought to use that gift for the glory of God. Just exactly who you are, God created us for the glory of God. And then accept, realize beauty does not make you happy. Beauty never makes anybody happy. You're not going to become happy because you've got more uh, you know, um, Botox in your face to make your face look more pretty. It's never going to make you happy always going to leave you wanting more and empty. Beauty doesn't come with a package of happiness. Beauty is something that somebody does, but it doesn't make you really happy. Accept yourself. You see, not accepting ourselves is the opposite of glorifying God. We need to glorify God. How do we glorify God? By number one, accepting who we are. We need to accept ourselves. And then be, by accepting ourselves, God's saying, this is the perfect person who I created just the way I wanted them. Even though we have sin nature attacking us and that we could be glorifying God and, and because of our lives, our testimony. Be happy with ourselves. Accept yourself. Begin a new relationship with God is our sixth step. You see, beginning a relationship with God is meaning that I believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross. I repent of my sin and ask him to forgive me of my sin. And I want to receive him into my life. That's why he died on the cross and rose again from the grave. So that we can receive him. And when we ask him by faith to come in our lives, God will make you a new creature. The Bible tells us in 2 Corinthians 5.17, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things pass away. Behold, all things become new. You see, we can have a life of, of newness, a life of pleasing, a life more abundantly, as John 10.10 10 tells us. And then, of course, number seven, realize God is not through with you. Ephesians 2.10 tells us that we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus. Therefore, glorify God. And see, we are God's creation and his workmanship. And then be grateful. Philippians chapter 4, verses 4 through 8 tells us that Paul wrote to the Philippian church and told them, he says, listen, Whatever your prayer requests are, always give thanks. Let your request be made known unto God with thanksgiving, the scripture says. In chapter 4, verse 6, be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving. Thankfulness 
is an outward showing of an inward heart of faith and an inward heart of gratefulness. And you see, it's the grateful heart that will be the successful heart of living victoriously. I want you to live victoriously today that what God has given you, show to him and show to the world, this is what God has given me. And I'm so thankful and grateful for it. Well, thank you for listening to our youthful, inspirational, biblical teaching. Please sign up for our youthful channel called Youthful on our YouTube channel. And hit like. That'll be a big help. That'll help promote our channel to tell others the good news of God's love. Thank you. God bless you. Talk to you soon.